0: Warning, the following program contains an open, honest, frank, and sometimes explicit discussion of sex. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Midwest Ménage à Trois.
0: Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever the hell time you're listening to us, welcome to Midwest Ménage à Trois. I am here with, oh, I forgot the whole, I'm JD. (laughs) See, this whole thing's fucking me up. Who the hell are you? Goddamn social distance bullshit. You can't even say social. <laughs> social. <laughs> well, Lynchburg Lemonade don't, won't let me say social. <laughs> I am JD. I'm here with my smoking hot bra wife. Are you wearing a bra? I am. Oh, wow. That's like the first time in a long time. Well, uh, you went out walking.
1: I did. Yeah. I'm still wearing my sports bra. You Sorry.
0: Go. You went outside? I did. You're going to hell. I
1: <laughs> know. No, it's okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, I know they're encouraging us to get out and walk, but maintain distances.
1: Yes. We so do. here we
0: are. It's our second show during the uh, COVID nineteen lockdown, quarantine, stay in place, shelter at home, whatever the hell you want to call it.
1: We're going a little crazy, <laughs>
0: and we're getting a little, a little stir crazy.
1: Antsy pantsy.
0: <sighs> I know. We've both been working at home. I still have to go in the office occasionally, but uh, for the most part, we've been just you and me here together, which is great. I love spending time with you. Yeah, I know. Uh, I wish it was all naked time, but we do have to work.
1: Yeah, And I can't afford the heating bill to keep it hot no, enough to it's where we could be naked all the time. Still
0: fucking cold here in Illinois. <laughs> right. So, Hey, tonight we've got a very uh, special show for you. As we talked about uh, with this whole thing going on, we're going to start doing some more phone interviews. And we've got a great one for you here tonight. Uh, we got the chance to meet this lady at the last Hotel Takeover, at the Get Lucky Hotel Takeover, and she was a lot of fun. She was cool to talk to and, and wanted to get her on the show because she's got a really good story on how she got into the lifestyle and, and also some of the other things that she's doing.
1: Yeah, it was really good.
0: Can I give you a hint?
1: Sure. <laughs> you're a dork
0: i know her name is patience so i had to do a little guns. i'm probably gonna get sued by fucking axl rose now but
1: oh <laughs> well, no because that really wasn't in tune no, <laughs> oh, hey, no. Hey, hey.
0: all right guys without further ado here is the interview we hope you enjoy it well carmen we uh had the opportunity to meet somebody at the get lucky hotel takeover uh, we talked about her a little bit on previous shows when we were talking about that takeover. She was the uh, the one that came in and called the adult bingo. Lots of fun. Yes, it was. So we are pleased to welcome to the show right now, Patience, how are you tonight?
2: I am great, uh, other than being, you know, quarantined or locked up <laughs> other, or whatever. Other now,
0: than there's... this new weird reality that we're all faced with yeah. all of a sudden. Yes,
2: it's uh, quite different. How are you? How
0: are you dealing with things?
2: Um, I have my moments. I have moments where I'm very much at peace with it, and then I have moments where uh, I, I just, uh, I kind of lose it a little bit. Where I'm like, "What is this? And why? <laughs> what is happening with the world?"
0: Are you Are you sticking to the guidelines and and social distancing and staying home and and doing everything you're supposed to be doing?
2: I am. Which yeah. I, you know, I'm not one to behave all the time, so I'm pretty <laughs> proud, I'm pretty proud.
1: Well, you just said that you have a little at home, so you're probably doing your best to protect said oh. little.
2: Yes, yes, I actually have two children, yep. um, so the the homeschooling thing has been a new addition to my life. Um, not so sure I should have been picked for that job, but <laughs> doing my best, doing my best, I, you know, cause you love your kids, and I love my kids so much. I gave them each their own dad, so that's been kind of helpful to have, have, have some extra extra help there. So
1: how is that working for, you know, your kids doing the homeschooling? Are they are they handling it well with not being able to go and see their friends and hang out? And...
2: Yeah, um, yeah, I think they are. Uh, I think it's um, – just kind of an odd period for everybody. So I feel like maybe they aren't voicing, uh, you know, maybe they're concerned so much. But I kind of lucked out a little in that my, my kids are kind of the the book nerd type <laughs> where uh, they don't – they didn't rely so much on socializing, I, I feel like. You know, I think it's just the actual going to school and the, you know, partaking in the, the all of the learning that way. Right. Yeah. Right. So. So it's definitely, definitely different, and uh, it's it's hard. It's <laughs> hard to figure out all the stuff they're supposed to be doing.
0: But oh, I, I know don't. It. You
2: know, I don't have much other things to do. So I guess.
0: yeah exactly. I guess I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been wanting to have you on the show for a while now. but You've got a pretty fascinating story. Um, you kind of, I don't know. I guess I'll ask you. How did you end up getting into the lifestyle? And are you fully in the lifestyle, technically?
2: Well, I guess yes. Okay. Um, uh, you know, I, I probably kind of drew that demographic to me. Um, obviously, with the adult bargo, it kind of leaves uh, a lot to the imagination as far as um, my customers that, that follow me to my different venues and um, to my different places.
0: So you were um, actually doing you were doing the adult bargo before any of this ever started with the lifestyle stuff?
2: Yep. Okay. Yep. So I – um and I, just a little backstory. Um, So the adult bargo has actually been happening. Um, I started it seven and a half years ago. Uh, September was my seven-year anniversary of swinging dildos. Anyway, <laughs> and uh, and um, I had come up with it for a venue in Rochester, and that's far enough away from my house where I didn't necessarily have to edit
3: uh-huh. myself
2: or <laughs> – um, you know, I had to be really careful uh, not to run into some of the people just my professional day job kind of would have probably frowned upon even that. So, um, you know, I kind of eased into it being, you know, having to travel to do it. And then I just got to the point where it kind of became so important to me, like I saw like, kind of, kind of what it was doing for people's lives, I guess you could say. And I decided, why am I being so shy about it? Um, I felt like there were certain things that, like, really started to become important to me. You know, people were telling me, you know, awesome, you know, improving their marriage stories. And they were telling me, um, you know, like, how I made them not be so shy about their sexuality. And, you know, kind of helped them laugh it off. So...
0: For people that don't know when we talk about you mentioned adult bargo what it really is yeah. and, and people may not know if they're not in the area here oh, it, yes. you go to a, basically a bar and do a mm-hmm. a bingo game where you're giving away adult toys.
2: Yes. Yep. Excellent. Um and I have I'm up to now anywhere from well not now clearly <laughs> but yes. I was previous previous to the uh local local shelter in place and and those situations we're finding ourselves in mm-hmm. um prior to that i i mean it could be six or seven places every single week that oh I wow every week and um every night i give away 12 sex toys it's a total variety i never know what people are into so i'm randomly shopping for just a little bit of everything um and so, a lot of the point of me me like almost feeling rewarded basically is that tying comedy in with sexuality helps a lot of people kind of relax a little bit about it and say oh my god maybe I would like that maybe that is something I should introduce in the bedroom with my partner maybe you know kind of those things so that was kind of the story where I finally said you know what, I'm, I'm done being shy about it or, be, you know, being hidden about it. And as you got to my
0: area. as you got a little braver with things and, and started bringing it closer to home, did you end up running into people from your, your everyday life that didn't know you did this?
2: I did. <laughs> I did. Um, I, at the time, uh, I, I actually switched out of kind of, I don't want to say not professional, because it obviously still was, and there was still a lot of um, professional things I needed to be doing, but I started running my own venue. Obviously, that was a lot easier for people to take because, Mm -hmm. you know, I already was doing more of the entertainment things uh, with my company that people didn't even really necessarily recognize uh, that I had been doing at other places. Now I had my own, and that's kind of where it really flourished. You know, I think as far as that went. And in the meantime, I or since then, I should say since I've been doing it, um, I I have actually started. (laughs) Um, two other professional businesses, and that's been, you know, I still get a little nervous about it, I think, because um, without people actually understanding what it is that my objective is, you know, I'm not putting myself out there as, you know, like a prostitute. I'm, <laughs> like, giving people the means to do themselves. I, you know, I think um, I think there's been very little – instances where i felt uncomfortable or been put in a situation where you know my professional life kind of got into it a little too much i guess
0: have you gotten any like um what's the word i'm looking for any any blowback or anything from like local officials or anybody in the community that, that thinks oh my god she's she's giving away sex toys this is this is going against the bible <laughs> we have to shut her <laughs> <You> down <laughs>
2: I kind of almost expected that at some point, and I I really haven't. Good. Um, most of the support has been really great, actually. Um, the local colleges, they have a sex week here. I've discussed, you know, speaking, public speaking. Their um, reproductive clinics in the area have all contacted me. Um, oh, cool. You know, and we, like, those types of things, you know. So they understand, like where i'm coming from i'm not just only trying to get out there and be raunchy you know (laughs) (laughs) obviously so um you know i mean these are vanilla bars you know i mean i have there's you know i try to base my how far i take my skits and things off of the crowd you know and if i you know you kind of have to read your crowd and
1: see how far you can
2: go with
1: it well and you were really able to go pretty far when we were at the takeover oh my gosh yes
2: that is a completely different world completely different world so
0: how did how did this transition i guess how you know obviously you're out doing this and you're you're attracting a a certain type of clientele and and swingers would certainly fall into that uh that venue of course (laughs) um so how did i mean how did you get to know and you don't have to give names, obviously. We don't want that, but did did you? was there a certain couple that came up and introduced themselves, or how did that all come together?
2: There was. Um, there actually was a couple. Uh, there was almost, I would say, kind of a base group, where uh, for a while there I kind of saw them, you know, periodically, started becoming kind of regulars, we'll say. And ironically, for, I would say... Four years, I think we're on four years now. I always would be contacted by a certain bar that would tell me that they would like to purchase a kit of toys Hmm. or something in particular or whatnot. And every single time I'd say, What the heck? You know, like I've known you guys forever. Like, what's all this kinky shit for? What are you doing? (laughs) You know, (laughs) like whatever. I'd try to be nosy and they'd be very discreet, you know, very discreet. They would simply just tell me it was for a private party. Um, I never had any inkling at all what I was supplying toys for. (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea. (laughs) Um, After, you know, after I kind of started seeing a certain few couples that would come, you know, every other week or every few weeks or whatever, um, you know, we'd start talking and I just obviously got the impression that they are pretty open about things, which I don't assume, you know, I don't assume um, much of anything, really, anymore, <laughs> now that the things I've seen. Not right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I um, I had made mention of a. I oh, I take that back. A, a customer that had come for Bargo, uh had made mention of a certain toy, and she had said something about winning that toy – at a party, and I said, "Really?" Because that came from me.
3: I'm going it. That came
2: from me. And she kind of looked at me like deer in the headlight look. And I was like, "What? Like, what, 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 don't freak out. Like, don't be mad. You know <laughs> what's going on in your head right now?" She was like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah." I said, "I think it's kind of bullshit that for four years I've been supplying these toys, and yet I don't get invited to any of these fun parties. And I think it's kind of <laughs> not fair."
0: Right, like, not knowing, well, yeah.
2: It just so happens, I'm the one that could get you there. Feel like you, and I was like, Whoa. So So uh, that, of course, led to an entirely different conversation. Uh, that actually led to three days later me saying, "Okay, we gotta get together because my head's just going crazy right now, and like I have so many questions, I have so many questions that I need to I know, I can't. At night. I'm so like, this is obviously right up my alley, right? I mean, this just like something I'm obviously okay with. Right. I'm very vocal about, you know, sex and, and you know, masturbation and, and doing what makes you feel great. And, I, you know, I'm all about boundaries. Like, I just don't understand, like, how, you know. So it was a four hour conversation <laughs> that we had uh, when I think I finally felt. Felt uh, confident and, and satisfied enough to say, "Oh my God, I want I want to be there. I want to I, I have to see this for myself. Like I have to see that there is legitimately, you know, all of these grown adults making grown adult decisions and and setting their boundaries and and everybody just like open minded. I like I I want to feel that energy and I want to like I want to be there. You know, so that was how I got invited and uh. And initially, obviously, to Hollis Fargo because they thought that would be a great, you know, oh yeah, demographic. Obviously, perfect. Yes, they enjoyed it. So, um, yeah.
0: So, so it, that's
2: kind of where I got in. <laughs> uh,
0: so at that at that first party that you were there, did you go alone? Were you the uh, quote unquote unicorn at that point?
2: Um That terrified me. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> so, <laughs> um. Not really, not not an actual terrifying, but right. I, um, I felt like that would be really overwhelming. Um, and so my daughter's dad um, came with, and, uh, well, we were supposed to go to one party without me working and just mingle and see and talk to people. Mm-hmm. We ended up not making it to that, which made my first hotel takeover twice. Uh, I was very nervous. Like I, there was a lot of anxiety about that first one because I had accepted the Adele bargo idea at the hotel takeover, thinking that I was going to have already kind of experienced, you know, maybe a little bit more. Um, but I, I, I don't know that you can prepare yourself fully <laughs> for something like that. I really don't. I have been pretending to shove fake dicks inside of people for seven years and different things like that during funny tiebreakers and, uh, you know, kind <laughs> of in the name of comedy, but not necessarily, it like, for, uh, you know, actual pleasure, I guess is the best way I could right. put it. So I felt like I was prepared, but I don't really think I was <laughs> was prepared for that. But... Mm.
0: So yeah, because when we talked to you at the last takeover, that's only that was only your second takeover, correct? Correct. So you've you've yeah. been to two of them now. Uh, at yeah. that first one, you mentioned uh, obviously a lot of anxiety and and nervousness going into it. I think everybody feels that. Um, were you surprised? Were you? Did you feel okay once you got there? How did that turn out?
2: Um. You know, I loved it. I loved it. I, once I had kind of calmed down my jitters about it, I felt like I was totally in my element. I I thought the people were so incredible. Um, It, from time to time, it was a little overwhelming, you know, because I'm like fresh meat, right? And, and (laughs) like, they give me a microphone, too. So, like, I kind of had to back away a couple times. There was a couple times I kind of had to take a little time out, go to my room. Just kind of relax a little bit, and um, you know, and obviously, I don't mean that offensively, like the fresh meat comments and things like that. I mean, I now I get it. Now I totally get it. Like everybody wants, like, who's that? You know. So, um, I but I really loved it. I just really loved the the whole energy of um, like permission. Like, you know, like people coming up and saying, may I, you know, and things like that. That was super hot to me because you don't get that in a bar. (laughs) Like, You know what I mean? Like people, if they're going to be gropy or anything like that, there's no permission involved. There's no boundaries involved. There's no respect for you involved. So to be in a a little different situation like that was, it was just incredible, Mm -hmm. I guess. That, that what an, all existed, and I had no idea. <laughs>
0: what an interesting observation! It, the vanilla bars where you do your adult bingo or adult bargo are actually more gropy than a swingers party. <laughs>
2: absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> They're dispelling those
0: crazy. myths. Damn it! <laughs> it's
2: so crazy to me, and. It's and it's annoying, uh, you know. Obviously, there there are certain times where I get really annoyed when I'm doing bar It's almost like people kind of think that because maybe I just gave them a cock ring that I was like, "Hey, baby, what's your number?" And I, you know, and it's it's a it's a show, like it's a role for me, right. You know, to an extent. And I, I, there just was never a moment at either one of the either one of the hotel takeovers that I ever got that impression. I never felt that, you know, I never felt that like, I have to smile and nod away from this person, you know, <laughs> like I would at a normal bar, you know, where you're just trying to let someone down easy, like I, you know, nobody approaches you with that that level of, of respect or whatever, yeah. you know, it's, right. it's like they can read you a lot better at these um, at these hotel takeovers where you just don't deal with that in normal life. You know, somebody is, like, if you deny somebody, they're disappointed and, you know, spread a rumor or something, you know. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. I was like, <laughs> <you know? laughs>
0: now, the the most recent one we were at with you, it, it was a, a wild orchid party. We we talked to Leanne and Andy all the time on this show. Um, yes. I'm assuming they're the ones that brought you into this one. Were they I also – Was the the previous takeover, was that a wild orchid party as well, or was that a different one?
2: Um, No, it was also a wild orchid and um, hush parties. I had met George and Shelly at that first one as well. Um, They had done the Saturday night. And both of these, I really have been (laughs) super disappointed in scheduling uh, because I've never been able to stay more than just Friday nights either of those, so I've kind of been bummed out, no. you know? Yeah. I feel like I have to cram everything into one Friday night.
1: <laughs> well, so. hopefully they've given you enough advance notice. They said they were planning one, uh, Wild Orchid is planning one for June, so hopefully yes. yeah. they've given you enough advance notice that you can, maybe if it is a two-night, you can schedule two nights. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
0: if we're Please. allowed to gather by June.
1: If we're <laughs> to gather by then. <laughs> I
2: think to myself, you know, I'm hoping, like, sometimes I'll lay in bed at night and I'll go, God, I hope some of these regulars that I've had that are, like, stockpiling these sex toys are at least enjoying them now that they can't go anywhere and do anyone else. You know? <laughs> right. I mean, like, maybe they're thinking of me while they're living in
1: <laughs> Thank you, Patience.
2: <laughs> I'm just waiting to start getting like you know random messages like oh remember that thing I that you yeah. gave to me they won <laughs> like oh it's amazing I can see I co- love testimonials but it's hard to get vanilla people <laughs> oh yeah testimonials about sex <laughs> like I gave them to you and I'll tell you the hardest part it is not difficult for me to get up there and talk about anything and everything it is hard as hell to shop for these prizes because I never know what people are into.
0: Yeah, that. You know where, I mean? where where do you get your stuff? Are you ordering most of the stuff off the internet? Are you an actual distributor of the stuff, or are you just buying um, it?
2: Well, I had four wholesalers across the world, but we might cut a couple of those out.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but, um, yeah, usually, every week or two, um, I get these huge packages that I've just ordered online. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, everything is kind of ceased now. I'm really sad because my favorite company is actually right in California, and um, they have completely stopped. So, uh, I'm, I really bummed out about it. And, uh, it's just such a strange time. Like, uh, you know, you get in your routine of things and it is, I'll yes. randomly wake up in the morning and I'll go, I need to order, you know, 150 pounds of sex toys today. And then I go, Oh wait, no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? So laughs> it's very, it's very weird. I mean, I, you know, I try to mix it up too, you know, like I always try to have a variety. Like I said, I have, I have people that come every single week, every week that they would come to El Fargo because they know that it's going to be different every time, and you know I'm going to joke about something that happened in my life, so it's not like it's always the same show, right? You know, um, as far as like the comedy, you know, side of it.
0: Well, yeah, you can't if you're <laughs> so. if you're doing the bars every week. Yeah, you gotta you gotta come up with new material all the time.
2: Yeah. Yes, I do. You know, I mean, thankfully, my life is crazy enough. Normally, (laughs) (laughs) normally, I've got enough, enough material.
0: Oh, here's an idea. You could, uh, if you had a way to contact your regulars, you could do an online version.
2: I've really been working on that, actually. Have you? And I think I'm going to do it. um, One of my my. I guess roadblocks was um, obviously I don't want to do this Facebook live, <laughs> so no. uh, you know I can't necessarily do that. Um, the professional side of my business is dealing with uh, like very famous musicians, and although they're all perverts, I <laughs> you know would rather just kind of their agents aren't always, so I would rather just kind of keep you know keep those two separate. So this kind of looking around at different formats, you know, maybe like a Zoom. I would love to be able to see people. As well, you know, not just have me talking to the camera and, right. and doing it, but, um, you know, getting feedback as well. Cause I, I definitely feed off that. And I think we all, I want to hear people laughing. Like, I want to hear that people are still enjoying life and, uh, you know, that they're. They're doing okay, so I, I think I'm definitely going to look into that.
0: Yeah, we've been kind of tossing around that idea as well with uh, some of our groups, and and I think Zoom is the platform we're going to land on. It it looks like to yeah. to be the best one. I've researched a few of them now, but I think that one's probably the best. And it's I yeah, think you I pay 15 bucks too. or something.
2: Yeah, it's pretty user friendly too. It's not it's um you know it's not crazy complicated to use, and I think that that's pretty important too for you know for people, especially if I'm gonna. Tell him to grab a couple drinks and sit down so I can talk about butt plugs, you know. And, right. and I, wanna, I don't want him to have to, you know, be very tacky to do it. So,
1: Yeah, and I did see just, you know, one thing is it, it actually came from a parent is to make sure that you have it as the presenter only so that way hackers can't get in and mm. uh, oh. yeah <laughs> and did. start I, yeah. joining your conversations because it did happen with some school age kids that they Oh dear. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so they did I saw a it was actually a post out there of making sure your setting is on presenter only. <laughs>
3: mm.
1: Okay. So you can't well, hack it. Good yeah. tip. Good tip. <laughs> That's for anybody doing any kind of sexual stuff on Zoom. <laughs> yes, yeah. that would be uh, quite interesting.
0: So, as far as the lifestyle goes, um, at the hotel takeover, you seemed pretty comfortable with things. From uh, the few times we ran into you throughout the night, have you have you ventured out into I've the lifestyle? Hands Oh, that- yes. <laughs>
2: <kidding. Aw>, boo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, have you guys have have you ventured out any other than the hotel takeovers? Have you have you gone out on any dates? Have you uh, attended any parties? Anything like that?
2: Um, we did do one other party that they had in our area, so we didn't have to travel very far. It was really great actually. It was like 15 minutes away. Um, and so we did go to that and it was awesome. Um, it was just like you know, I got the same awesome feelings from everybody. Uh, different, different crowd actually. Um, so not the same people per se, but um, you know a few that obviously we knew and got to meet a lot of new people. Um, same deal, but it was in a bar, so there wasn't a whole lot of shenanigans going on per <laughs> se. I, right? I, I wore a dress, but I kept you know kept, <laughs> kept my nylons on or whatever my fishnets, but um, it was. Uh, that was probably the only other party we've been to, um, and it was pretty, uh, is platonic even relevant in the lifestyle? I'm not sure if that's the <laughs> right word, but um, it was pretty low-key. Sure. We'll, we we'll like the word tame. <laughs> tame, yes. yes. There you go. There you go. I was going to say PG, but I was like, that's not really accurate either. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but other than that, I mean, we I wouldn't necessarily say dates, per se either. Um, there's been a couple times where we've just basically met up with people and, you know, going into it with not really any expectations has been awesome,
3: mm-hmm. you
2: know, because then sometimes things happen and sometimes they don't. And either way, you're never disappointed. Um, so that part's been really nice, you know, just to kind of, you know, I don't know, have Obviously, we've had conversations um, with those people, you know, with those couples and stuff beforehand. So we know that we have things in common. We have, you know, right. Whatever we can be in a restaurant and and, and still enjoy ourselves, um, if it's not just solely based on, you know, let's hook up. So that's been really nice. Yeah. That's happened a few times, but good. Um, hasn't really crazy yet. Like I, I think just being exposed, I guess to. Um, to some of these hotel takeovers has been kind of awesome just I don't want to say gives me a timeline but just kind of shows me that there's so much I haven't done like because that in <laughs> itself is exciting you know right. what I mean That in the, like when I'm feeling it that's possible awesome <laughs> go wrong, you know so um, yeah I don't know just I, I love just being exposed to all different things though you
0: know I think that's been I
2: think that it keeps me
0: going yeah I think the one thing we hear the most of from from anybody out there and and ourselves included the the one really nice thing is that the people you meet you just meet some really genuine honest upfront nice fun yeah. people
2: <laughs> absolutely absolutely and that and that's uh, you know I don't even i I don't think that going into it, I expected that I really. I mean, you know, obviously you, you hope that you're going to meet people that you kind of click with, but you kind of, you know, a little bit in the back of your head, you're going, well, oh, I hope these people are, you know, freaky like this or they like this or they want, you <laughs> right. know, they want this from me. Like, I would love <laughs> to have that happen with that person or, you know, kind of in the back of your head, you're, you're, you know, you're kind of maybe role playing a little in your head or, you know, making a wish list. Is that accurate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> Maybe that's a good way to put it. You know, um, but yeah, it, I. It just blows my mind. It, it blows my mind how open and honest people are, and respectful of boundaries. Like it's, they've it really nobody has ever made me feel uncomfortable.
0: Well, now that you've um, done the hotel takeover thing, you, you've been to a bar party. There's a lot of different options out there, especially with summer coming up. There's all kinds of campgrounds that are that are lifestyle friendly. There's of That's course resorts out there. You know, Jamaica, Mexico. There's house parties all the time and stuff like that. Are is all that stuff on the on your mind now? Are you thinking about expanding into some of that stuff, or are you? Oh heck
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah, awesome, absolutely. I, the, some of the 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 things that like, I just it's still. I've never considered myself someone naive. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've never been one that's been like, oh, we don't, you know, people don't talk about that or people don't go do that. <laughs> right? People don't do that. You know, come on, you know, you kind of, whatever. I grew up in a super small town, super tiny, small town, very, you know, blinders to the world. And so sometimes still even, I mean, I'm going to be 40 and I'm just finally finding out that I can go to like a beach <laughs> <laughs> you know, do these things. like I. So I'm, those are definitely on my list. I just found out about the campground thing. I hadn't realized that. Someone had told me about that. Um, maybe. Oh,
3: yeah. Yeah. I'm,
2: not a, I'm not a fan of bugs. Ah. And I know that sounds weird. That might maybe pump the brakes a little on a campground You idea. know,
0: we were up, maybe. what, twice last year? And I don't think we ran into bug problems either time we were up there, did no, we? No, no. No.
1: And it's not like you're in it. A-
0: yeah, you're you're in a motorhome or <laughs> cabins or. See,
1: that's my kind it's of not, camping. Not
0: real
2: just, camping. <laughs> oh, okay, thank you. Oh, I can't. I couldn't do it, and I was like, how, like, so all these people are naked and they're walking around, <laughs> and I'm thinking maybe before I do that, I should invest in like stocks for like off or something like you know, <laughs> or like a like.
0: Yeah, we
3: Forget really. packing,
2: you know, a gallon of lube. I'm gonna make sure I pack, you know.
0: <laughs> Yard foggers know. and <laughs> No, we really, yeah, didn't have many problems at all with the bugs. So no, that was good. Yeah, awesome. yeah.
2: The resort idea. Now that is right up my alley. <laughs> I I'm all about that. I'm all about that. I can't wait to experience that.
0: Yeah, there's nothing like laying on a beach. Completely naked, having people serve you drinks left and right, and, yeah, it's it's nice. Yeah, it's very nice. <laughs> I just, I, that's
2: pretty much, yeah, like, yeah. that sounds like reti- my retirement. Yeah. That's pretty much, i oh. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if we could afford to retire there, we would. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Amazing. And um, if, if you don't mind, I want to ask you just real quickly about, uh, you mentioned uh, briefly your your professional life and, and dealing with uh, some, some national-type musicians. Uh, how yeah. is this whole mess affected that i'm assuming everything is to shut down and come to a screeching halt at this point
2: everything uh i have never nor could i ever ever have imagined uh the situation that we're facing as far as that goes um so professionally i'm considered a talent buyer
3: mm-hmm.
2: so like venues and fairs and festivals and all these, you know, even musicians themselves or their agents can call me. And then I connect connect the two, um, you know, I negotiate prices and get them here, try to route shows, try to do all that stuff. And it's, I think, I I don't want to say it's more devastating to me than it is to some of the other different facets of the industry. But for me, it's super hard because sometimes I'm working on this for like three months, you oh, know, yeah. before something is finalized and you know we've negotiated a price and now i've got a contract and it's you know 15 pages of all these different things that i've been going through and setting up and now done just like that right just done you know um all of the all of the live shows obviously have been canceled um and now in the last couple of days um they've even gone as far as uh, cma fest in nashville is huge there's 60,000 people in an eight block radius. I mean, you are just, it's insane down there. And um, that just got canceled today. And uh, just these, and I just, for me being kind of on the the paperclips and contract side of things, like I just recognize how devastating that is, like for their economy. Their, you know, the people that work in these bars, they look forward to that all year. Oh, yeah. They can pay their whole month's bills <laughs> in one shift working CMA Fest down, you know, downtown Nashville and, I, you know, or whatever. But um, it's a, it's a huge hit in in some of these festivals that, you know, are now canceled and things like that. It's just, ugh, it's. Just disgusting to me, you know. Yeah,
0: so. I had even heard. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, it's been confirmed or not. I had heard talk that Summerfest in Milwaukee is even gonna looking at canceling. Yes. So
2: um, they actually moved it to September. Oh, did they're they? Gonna, okay. They're gonna shoot for September, um, and I hope. <laughs> oh my God, that's one of the biggest. I mean, we're talking. I think it's ten days. I think it's ten days. Yeah, I think so. Um, or something like that. And I mean, I can struggle having three artists on a bill you know for one show and to have you know 25 artists every day for 10 days I mean I, it's just astronomical to, to think of the, yeah. the ramifications of that and how many people are affected by that it's just it's crazy
0: and and on a another note too I, I did see a post the other day that um at, at some point you had done a show where you were working uh, with Joe Diffie um, yes. Um, yeah. Did you get to talk to him and, and actually spend a little time with him? I know sometimes in those I, I instances you can, and sometimes you can't. So
2: yeah, and it, it usually fluctuates. Um, you know, based on the artist and when right. they get into town, and um, you know what the schedule for the day is. But usually, I'm, you know, a lot of times I'm pretty responsible for how their schedule is going to go and what all they need to fit in um, in a day. <clears throat>
1: um,
2: that particular show actually. Um, I was a little sad to find out when I arrived that the stage wasn't covered. And um, throughout the day went pretty well. Uh, I've forgotten the watermelon and a bottle of tequila. So uh, <laughs>
3: Joe, Joe
2: and his crew sent me back to the store to grab those. Um, and the day had gone pretty well. And I think he was probably only on stage for about 40 minutes. And it started to rain. Oh, no. And he got real mad and he walked off the stage. Oh. So that was... Um, a little sad yeah. to think that that was um, you know, kind of, uh, you know, didn't go so well. Obviously, I never ever want things to go like that when I when I have control of them. But um, I mean, can't control the weather, right? <laughs> you Can try to prepare the best you can. And um, in that instance, I obviously didn't have control over hiring stage or or anything like that. But um, but yeah, that was I mean, and he actually grew up in Whitehall. For a while uh Whitehall Wisconsin tiny little small town it was like 45 minutes away from where I grew up um you know before he hit it big so Wisconsin you know the midwest has a lot of a lot of ties to him and you know he has, you know obviously his career took him took himself but oh yeah um yeah. but yeah there's a lot of people in my area that you know they're gonna have pretty strong memories of him and and it's just crazy that You know what we're
0: dealing with right now has no
2: barrier i mean there's no it doesn't discriminate that's
0: for sure not at all (laughs) well patience uh we want to say thank you so much i I really appreciate you coming on the show like i said we've been wanting to talk to you for a while now and it's great to finally get you on here and we're looking forward to the next time we meet up with you whether that's uh camping this summer or the next hotel takeover or who knows down the road
2: (laughs) Yeah, I can't wait. And thank you by the way for saying all those nice things in the uh, initial podcast about the about the takeover. Oh, when we just got back,
0: yeah.
3: Yeah, we had a lot of
2: fun. Yeah. Oh, it was great. It was it was awesome. I can't wait for more. I'm I'm excited and definitely sick of being cooped up.
1: Sure. <laughs> Amen.
2: <laughs> yeah, so we'll definitely have to do something online. I think that'll be good. Give yeah. people a little joy. Oh, you know, A little
0: happiness. (laughs) Definitely. A
2: couple orgasms
0: here and there would be great. Oh, yes, they would. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much. We want to say thank you for coming on the show, and and hopefully, we'll talk to you again soon.
2: Sounds great. Thank you, guys.
0: Thank you. All right, guys. That is going to wrap up this edition of Midwest Menage à Trois. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to reach out to us during this time of doing everything on the computer, being (laughs) bored. Send us an email. It's midwest 3 at gmail.com. That's Midwest, the number three S O M E at gmail.com. Also on Facebook, we're under Midwest Ménage à Trois. And if you're on SLS, you can find us under Lake S Couple. So please reach out to us. Let Let us know how this whole thing's going for you guys. We would love to hear stories on how you're... Keeping the sexuals alive during this lockdown because obviously we can't bring other people in right now.
1: Or just how you're not losing your damn mind. <laughs> that would be good too.
0: <laughs> Let us know. We will be back next week with an all new show. Thank you so much for listening. Bye bye.